Hello and welcome back to another podcast of Still Figuring It Out. I am Kyle Sigmund and I am still figuring it out and I think I will be continuously figuring it out for the rest of my life. This is episode 9 and as I'm recording it, it is during the Advent season that this Christian tradition of the season of Advent. It's actually the beginning of the year as far as the Christian calendar is concerned. And I just wanted to start with a little thought about this idea of the war on Christmas. I don't really think there is actually a war on Christmas. I don't think there's Uh, Anything wrong with saying Happy Holidays instead of Merry Christmas? If you feel this uh, sense of obligation or if if you feel um, the need to make sure to say Merry Christmas, that's fine. That's good for you. But I just want to say that Christmas is more than just a holiday. It's more than just one day. As a matter of fact, Christmas is a season. It goes from December 25th through January 6th, which is uh, Epiphany. So, you know, the song, the 12 days of Christmas, it's because there actually are 12 days of Christmas. So saying happy holidays really is more encapsulating of the fact that Christmas is not just one day, but holy days. And It is December, but it is not yet Christmas. It is Advent, meaning the season before Christmas. So there is a whole season, about a month, leading up to Christmas that is all about uh, waiting in hopeful expectation. We recognize this longing for uh, a Savior. We look for, we long for the, the coming of Christ, the return of Christ, the setting things right. We acknowledge this painful, hurting world and that we need to have some redemption. We need some reconciliation. We need peace on earth because there is not peace on earth. There is not peace in our souls and in our hearts. And we long for that and we look to the coming Christ. So the season of Advent is uh, its a special time. It's a holy day. Uh, every day of Advent, so happy holidays. I'm so glad to be back recording this podcast. It's been a little bit uh, since I've done one, and so, uh, you know, I'm still figuring out a lot of things, but one of the things I'm still figuring out is how often I'm going to be doing this podcast, so uh, just stick with me. It'll it'll be random, I'll, I'll, or I'll find a flow and, and do these more, more or less uh, randomly. But I'm excited about this season uh, because I get to play Christmas music. I recently got to play for the college, Lees McRae, for their Christmas tree lighting event. And it was so cold. It was like 24 degrees and it was at nighttime. Uh, So we had some fires and a heater, but my fingers did get numb. But it was a lot of fun playing some Christmas songs. If you want to hear actually some some songs, uh, I put one out last year um, called Incarn- Holy Incarnation. Uh, Love came down at Christmas. 
and that is on Spotify and all those places. And I also, um, before that, put out a three-song EP called Home for Christmas and Other Clichés. And that one is a little more lighthearted, a little more fun, uh, a little more secular, if I could say uh, so. But that was even on purpose because um, God becomes a human at Christmas. So I wanted that Christmas um, EP to really highlight our humanity, the ways in which we celebrate Christmas, uh, the way in which we find ourselves at home in our skin, at home uh, wherever we are, at home with our family, and wearing Christmas sweaters. Uh, also excited about some local events coming up. I'm going to be playing, um, doing an event called Beer and Carols at Boonshine, one of my place, favorite places here locally, a brewery. And so if you are in the high country, I'd love for you to join us for that. Coming up December 9th, we will be singing Christmas songs. And if you are able to and do so in a, in a safe way, way you can partake with some great boonshine beer uh, i'll actually also be back there a couple weeks after that uh, up in the loft continuing to do some uh christmas songs some holiday songs some singer songs writer stuff and some co covers that people love um, and then i'll be back downtown boone at lost province in january so i love playing um out for those events it's just another avenue to hopefully bring some some joy uh, to to people wherever they are so this podcast episode is related to a, a, re a recent release that I just did I just put out uh, two new songs last month actually on my birthday uh, which was November 5th and the two songs are called be still and do not fear so today I want to talk a little bit about this song, Be Still, but really the concept of being still and why I think it is so important for us to make room for stillness. And especially right now during the holy days, the holidays, where it is a lot of hustle and bustle, it is a lot of stress. We're thinking about all of these extra events. We've got Christmas parties we're planning. We've got shopping to do. And uh, my wife is um, crazy good at all that stuff, but she, it, she has to be commended because we also have uh, three birthdays, all three of my sons have December birthdays and as a matter of fact our adoption of our um, newest and oldest will be fi be finalized in December so it'll be another thing to celebrate plus uh, our anniversary is at the end of December so uh, th this is a busy time and I know people say all the time how you doing well I'm busy and that that becomes a thing that we say and we almost are you know we feel good about ourselves the busier we are and I want us to be careful about that because just because we're busy 
doesn't necessarily mean we are really experiencing uh, all that we should in life. We, we could easily be distracting ourselves with so many things and missing the, the fullness of life, of being fully alive and fully present. And so what I want to talk about is stillness, making room to be still. And it seems like this is the last thing we need, that that is more anxiety producing. This will make us more nervous because we feel like we're wasting our time and we don't have any time to waste. But actually, I think sometimes adding stillness to our day is the most productive thing we can do. It's the most life-giving thing we can do. And it is the most clarifying thing that we can do. This, the song Be Still really is inspired by this really old story in the Bible where a, a prophet goes up to the mountain to, to hear from God. And I think we can all kind of relate to that sometimes. Sometimes we get to a crossroads in our life. We get to a point where we don't know where to turn. We don't know what to do. So we need to hear some voice from God. We need to hear some answer, some we, we need some comfort, we need some direction, we need some guidance, we just need something. And so we wonder, how can we get this divine counsel? How can we get some wisdom outside of ourselves that isn't, um, you know, that doesn't always elude us and, tr- and transcend, but actually somehow... Uh, touches us and reaches us, that we can hear something. And so the prophet goes up to the mountain and there's all of these crazy events happening, like an earthquake happens. And so you assume, okay, well, that's God. Obviously, God is now speaking. But then it says, nope, that's not actually where God was heard. It wasn't in, in the earthquake. And there was this violent wind, this crazy wind. And living here in the mountains of North Carolina, we had like 20 mile per hour wind just the other day. And so you might think, well, maybe this is, is God, the voice of God trying to speak to me, give me some message. And no, it was not in the wind that God's voice was found. So this story shows us it's not in the earthquakes, it's not in the the wind, it's not in the, the giant thunder and lightning or in the fire. What ends up happening and what, what he realizes and what this story tells us is that God's voice was found in the stillness in a small whisper. Or others might say that what this is really saying is God's voice is found in the sound of complete silence. Silence. Silence is so important, and yet, why is it that we hardly can stand silence? We constantly are turning on music, listening to a podcast, which right now I appreciate the fact that you're listening to a podcast, But sometimes what we really need is to just find some quiet. And that 
sometimes is exactly what our soul needs, what our mind needs, what our heart, what our body needs is some silence and some stillness. Not to keep adding more and more noise, adding more and more thoughts, adding more words, but closing our mouths, silencing ourselves. And the hardest thing to do is to quiet down our busy minds. Our brains are just compulsive and obsessive. It's non-stop thinking. And it's mostly unconscious thinking and unintentional thinking. It's not necessarily that we want to have these thoughts. It's just that it's how we are wired. And so, but the coolest thing about our brains, and neuroscience can show this and prove this over and over again, is that our minds are able to be rewired. They are able to change. But it takes some intentionality, and it takes some paying attention, and it takes time to quiet down the mind. It takes silence. It takes stillness. It takes some time alone to be quiet. Don't you hate it when you have like a song stuck in your head? It's almost always true, it feels like to me. To me, it, it feels like not even a whole song. It'll be like one line from a song just like on repeat. I mean, it's like a broken record. And sometimes that's how our, our thoughts are. That's, that's how our mind is, is working. It's just on a loop. And so it's, it really is a mental exercise to sit down and imagine yourself walking over and looking at the stereo that's being played in your, in your brain and reaching for the volume knob and slowly turning it down and hearing that song just quiet down to be on mute and then to hear nothing and to try to focus on hearing nothing in your mind. It might be hard to do, but it's possible to do. At that point, you might actually realize that you do have some control over your thinking. You do have some control over your mind. And it's this practice of doing this um, that have led more and more people to realize the importance of meditation or meditative prayer or contemplative or contemplative prayer. It's not filling our minds with more words and thoughts. It's not giving all of our um, ideas to God or even giving all of our requests to God but simply decluttering our minds. It's simply sitting in the stillness. It's trying to have less thinking. It's trying to be an open vessel so that we can actually receive something. I'm reminded of the old story of the guru who was this this wisdom teacher 
and a, a young student came up to the to the wisdom teacher and was wanting so badly to study with this person and so the way he was proving that he would be the perfect student he goes on to talk about uh, all the things that he had learned and he was sharing uh, bits and pieces of wisdom that he knew that in and in different practices that he had studied different religions and philosophies and the guru the wisdom teacher as he was listening to this student was pouring tea into his cup until it began to overflow and yet he was still pouring his tea and it, it was overflowing out of the cup into the saucer overflowing out of the saucer onto the table and the student who's still talking about his achievements and how how hungry he is for knowledge he eventually says don't you know you're spilling your tea and this guru says a full cup cannot take any more tea a full mind cannot learn anything new a full day cannot have any surprise or mystery a full soul a full heart cannot take on anything more or anything new so the practice of stillness is about emptying ourselves we have to be an empty cup before we can learn anything new and that's what this podcast is all about is continuing to figure it out so sometimes before we can figure out something new we have to stop and make room you know and this this really is a and a great advent message because we taught we even sing in some christmas songs May every heart prepare him room. How do we prepare room in our hearts for Christ? Well, sometimes we are overburdened and overloaded. There's too much on our heart and mind. And I'm reminded of what Jesus says in the Gospels that um, when you come to me, all you who are weary and overburdened you can find rest because my burden is easy my yoke is light you can you can take off those burdens take off that backpack that you're carrying just set it down just stop carrying it for a moment and just be attentive to the present moment just be focused on what's going on right now. Focus on the fact that you're breathing. And even though you weren't thinking about your breathing before, you were still doing it. It was happening without thinking. But then when you bring your mind to it and you start thinking about it, you start focusing on it, you realize that your body is, is functioning without you even paying attention to it but then you feel so much more grounded after taking a moment to realize what your breath is doing to realize 
how how your posture is to to realize are you are you clenching your fists are you clenching your teeth are your shoulders tight what signs of stress are you carrying that you're not even aware of but if you take a moment and and be more aware you automatically can let go of so many things you know our our lives really are guided by our thoughts our our actions lead from what we're thinking and so the more we can pay attention to our thoughts the more we have control over the rest of our lives we tend to go through life kind of responding to our experiences responding to the outside stimulation of the world and and just reacting rather than being proactive and setting an intention of what we want to do um, we tend to kind of go all over the place so meditation really is a powerful tool to help us be in control of our of our minds and to then have moments of clarity where we seek in the emptiness we seek in the silence we seek in the stillness something new perhaps a word from god whispered to our heart perhaps a reminder of who we are that it's not our overproductivity that somehow gives us our worth but it's simply by being who we are a creature someone created by god uh, loved by god life itself is is being lived through us we are somehow a part of what the universe is doing we are somehow a part of what god is doing in the world so i've i've noticed something about myself and this is a you know one of the, one of the things i love about doing this podcast is i say the things that i need to hear and it's it's almost a way of holding myself accountable because one of the things that i've noticed about myself is that i've i've really taken a, a uh, an extreme interest in meditation but you can so easily study meditation you can read books on it listen to podcasts on it you can uh listen to audiobooks on it i mean you can do so much you can w- watch youtube videos you can do all of this without ever just doing it and you'll never get any of the benefit until you just do it and there's no perfect way to do it if 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 you're doing it that's that's it you're you're doing it and and so this is a reminder for myself to not just continue to learn about it and promote it but to just make time for doing it and this really is true with with anything uh, with our religion or our philosophies um, or business or whatever it is that we're studying whatever we're into whatever 
we claim to want to learn something about, we can dedicate our lives to learning without ever practicing it. I think that's why so many people uh, almost become professional students. They just want to keep going to school because that's what they're good at. And that is a, that's a good thing to learn how to learn. But at some point, the learning it just becomes doing. It becomes practicing. It becomes a part of our lives. It becomes a part of what we do, how we spend our time. So sometimes I think the best days that we spend aren't necessarily about learning something new. Those days that are really productive are the days that we have practiced something that we already knew. That there was something we already knew, but we hadn't done it. So we decided to do it. We put action to what we already knew. And so for me, that's what, um, that's what be still is for me. It's a reminder to not just have a belief that God speaks to us in silence and in stillness, but to remember to add silence and add stillness, which is another way of saying, um, take away some of the busyness, replace some of this busyness with nothingness because in the nothingness is often where we find God. So I made a music video for the song Be Still and it's it's on YouTube, it's on Facebook and I, I, I just took my phone with me outside one day. Uh, it was one of the last warm days uh, of, of fall and I had a tripod, I had my iPhone, and I just spent some time out in nature uh, with my guitar, in prayer, in meditation, and I just recorded myself doing it. And sometimes it felt a little bit like a performance, and um, so I really tried in my heart and mind to not to not uh, be fake, but to more model what I have found to be profoundly uh, life-giving, which is just spending time in nature, spending time with the trees, spending time on a trail, walking or or sitting or uh, by a stream and just watching the water uh, trickle, watching the wind through the leaves, watching the sunlight make streaks through the trees. Something about that to me is just beautiful. And this beauty is always true. It's always happening. We just don't always stop to see it and pay attention to it and be mindful of it and to realize that this beauty of creation is part of, uh, we are a part of that beauty. We are a part of that creation. We add to the beauty of this world just by being alive, just by being present, just by breathing, just by existing, we're adding to the beauty that is this world, this universe, this cosmos. So 
once again, this time of year is holy. And one of the things I love about it is um, Advent is the start of a new year. We also are looking to the end of the calendar year, the end of 2021. We're looking forward to the beginning of 2022, which I cannot believe that. It's so crazy. I still feel like we're in 2020 because of how the last two years have blurred together. But we often start to think about uh, and reflect on the past year and think about the next year and setting goals and, and wanting to be better and figure out something new, take on some new practice. We, we want to get in shape maybe. Maybe we want to uh, limit ourselves on uh, a bad habit that we have of spending too much time on social media or on our phone or uh, I, don't, I don't know. There's, there's so many things that we could focus on. And so for me, I, um, I, I've been doing just that. I've, I've had some time to reflect, and I'm, I'm really excited about um, just continuing simple practices like, like meditation. So one of the things that I'm, I'm doing, and, and I encourage you guys to figure out a way to do this too, I signed up for a retreat. So in January, I'm going to go on a silent four-day retreat. And I've never been a part of a silent retreat, but it just sounds amazing. And, and maybe part of the reason it sounds amazing is because um, over this past two years, being at home with seven people in the house, there's not a lot of silence. There's not a lot of quiet. There's a lot of talking. And even um, even in my own mind, there's still a lot of chatter. So going somewhere for four days with no agenda other than silence, stillness, openness to listening, openness to, um, to something new, to seeing where God might want me to focus 2022, just simply showing up to that retreat, uh, I know is going to be remarkable. And so I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I'll, I'll probably come on here and, and talk more about that um, in the coming year. But I, I believe with all my heart that stillness is so important because it leads to right action. So I think one of the criticisms of being still is that um, it's escapism. You're avoiding the real world. You're not doing anything productive. You're not being active in changing the world because the world needs to be changed. But here's the thing. We could get so caught up in trying to change the world, but we have no idea what we're doing. We don't have any clarity of mind. So stillness is what helps lead to right action because stillness helps us get the clarity that we need to know what next step to take. So we need both. We need stillness and we need action, but we need stillness to know which action to take. So I just want to encourage all of you out there. Um, after this podcast ends, you might turn on another podcast. You might turn on some music or an audiobook or or something else, if you can, if you have time, don't. Just let it end. 
Maybe stop it before something new plays. And just spend some time in silence. Just try to still your over-busy mind. If it helps, come up with some kind of visualization, like you're on the beach and you're just watching the waves. Or you're in a boat. And so then when, when thoughts come to your mind, it's almost as if uh, a raft comes by. And that's that thought. And you might you might pick it up, get it off the raft. You might analyze it. You might hold it in your hand for a minute. But put it back on the raft and let it drift back out of sight. And just keep doing that with your thoughts until an amount of time passes where you just experience a, a quiet calm a stillness that brings peace and a peace that doesn't necessarily change anything about your situation but it changes your demeanor on the inside it changes how you handle the stresses of life because you have an underlying okayness that you're being held that you are in touch with the ground of your being and the ground of your being is holding you supporting you and you're gonna be okay you're gonna make it through this moment and that's all there ever is is this moment because when the next moment comes it'll be that moment but it'll still feel like this moment so find some stillness, find some peace, and let's continue to just keep trying to figure all of this out. God, peace to me.